You're listening to Rock Out With, hosted by me, Danny Faye. So do you want to introduce yourselves and what you do in the band? Hello, I'm, uh, I'm Martin. I am the lead singer of Carry the Crown. Hi, I'm Rupert. I'm the lead guitarist of Carry the Crown. And who's missing? Simon, who is rhythm guitarist. James, who is drummer. Um, and then somebody else, maybe. Can't mm. say. Who knows? Undisclosed member. <laughs> Who knows? Quotation marks. Oh, because it'll irritate the living fuck out of him. <laughs> are we allowed to swear on this? Yes. We, we apparently are. I've okay, good. I, did, I, wasn't, I wasn't read the rules because I was late, so. <laughs> no, no swear, swear away. I'm, I'm potty mouth myself, so don't worry. Cool. Yeah, we've got Schrodinger's <laughs> member at the moment, so. Okay. He's both. Both in the band and not, because he's not yet announced. So, uh, yeah. someone. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, this is recording. We need to actually be normal. This is normal. Yes, <laughs> quite. So how have you been keeping through lockdown? We've done a lot of this. Um, we got a lot we, of this. Ma we managed to get back in the studio, um, into the practice room on Monday, um, last Monday. So that was awesome, getting back in there. Um, I'm playing some music again. My wrecked my ears immediately. Forgot how loud it is in that place. Um, some interesting sounds, to say the least, because we hadn't switched on some of like our backing tracks or just any of that stuff since the last gig, which was February of last year. So we found like certain bits were broken and certain things made horrendous squeaks and bangs and Ooh, just yeah. But we're back. We're officially back. So it's all and good. And you know what? You know what? We didn't waste that time. Um, it, it's weird because obviously lockdown was horrendous for us as a band and for all the people in the industry. Um, we had to cancel shows, etc. And basically, we just had to bring everything to a close. But it gave us some time to stop focusing on our live show and gigging all the time and get into, you know, back into writing mode. So we managed to use the time really productively. And it's not something that we can fully tell you about now, but we were incredibly, incredibly busy and got a lot of things achieved in that time in a really weird way, which is a really cool story I want to tell you about, but can't tell you just yet. I tell you what, <laughs> we'll come back on. When we can talk about what we're discussing now, we will we'll come back on and we'll talk you through it because there is some absolutely hilarious stuff that goes with it. Yeah, which is it. soon. It's like in a couple of months, so it's <laughs> super you do soon. that all through Zoom? Uh, yeah, well, um, it was kind of, it was me, me and Schrodinger's bass player, because um, that's what we're going to call him, did a hell of a lot of FaceTiming over lockdown, so I was furloughed for about seven weeks, and then Martin was working from home, sort of, so it, there was, it, it there, was a bit... there was one time where Rupert came to mine and sat outside my patio doors outside, and we wrote music through the glass screen of my flat. So, <laughs> and know. then the other one, we recorded some demos in my garden shed. We did do that. I actually forgot we did that. Yeah. <laughs> Socially distanced, like, I hope. Oh, mate, it, actually was, it was. It was so funny because I just sort of shut the door on him. And he just <laughs> had like loads of rakes and spades, shovels, loads of just random shit in it. We, we have recorded with Matt O'Grady in studios full of gold discs on the wall. And then we recorded these demos literally in Rupert's shed. Um, and spiders were falling on me and it was horrendous. But it got the job done. <laughs> it worked super well. So just saying. 
I wouldn't worry. The studio I go to is my dad's and that's in the garage. So <laughs> There's nothing wrong with a garage. Nothing wrong with a garage. Surrounded by tools and bike parts and stuff. So yeah. Is that the shed behind you, Rupert? Is that the shed? The shed is down the bottom there. (laughs) Behind that fence post. There. (laughs) The shed. The Carry the Crown shed. Because every band has that. Unit 6 have that. Every band has one. Did you all have other jobs? Couldn't say. (laughs) (laughs) We we all currently have other jobs, yeah. um, To fund, obviously, what we do with Carry the Crown. Um, but obviously the dream is to put those jobs to the side to go and do this full time um, and just get it to the point where it can sustain itself because it's not too far off uh, in terms of it sustaining itself but it needs to sustain us as well at the moment so it's hopefully so with close. this next with this next thing we've got coming up um, we, we're gonna find we're gonna finally take that leap um, but you know it, it, it it's all it's all in the talks right now and it's all it's all coming to a point where we will find out and we will see if we are able to take that leap a lot of interesting. Boris, I'm guessing. Yeah, a little help from Boris. Yes, <laughs> little, little help. But uh, th- things that the thing is, we've still been super busy behind the scenes. Like I was on a call last night to somebody to be involved in what we're talking about. Who was in a band that, Christ, me and Martin when we were in college. That's how long ago we're talking. We were like buying their albums and stuff. It's. I've about, just realised, Rupert. We've we've come on to talk about bands, and there's so much we can't talk about. I was going to say, literally, all we can talk about is this thing that can't say it about. But it's super cool. That's all you need to know. It's super cool. Yeah, we've been busy. We've been talking to people that we can't tell you who they were about stuff that we can't mention. Brilliant. <laughs> oh god. Oh god. But no, we we we've been over lockdown. We've been writing a lot of new material. We can say that, like, and we've recorded a we recorded a lot of demos to begin with. And it just it just gave us time to stop thinking about oh the next show, the next show, the next show, and start going right. Who are we now? What do we want to What do we want to show everyone when this is all finished? Because these kind of these like the way it's good things are going for us. These last I don't know about how you look at it, Martin, but I've kind of looked at it as. If you look at our videos and stuff, you can see it's evolving. And gradually, more and more, we've become more, you can see we've become more comfortable and more, and this show's become more polished. And it's kind of, it's at the point now where I think probably the stuff we're talking about for what's coming next is, the, I think it's the, it's the version of the band that we've all wanted it to be, but it's happened supernaturally. Yeah. yeah, cause yeah. When did you start? December, if, if I remember rightly, it was like, December 2016. That, that was when I joined, right. but they were going for a couple of months before that. But the first show was February 2017. Yeah. The, the official birth of Carry the Crown, as, as it, not exactly as it is today, but in terms of the idea of it and where it was going to go and what it wanted to achieve, started you know, at the very end of 2016, moving into 2017. So we've been going about four years with obviously a year of that in lockdown. So three years active in terms of gigging and being out there. Um, we're into our fourth year now. Yeah, and one year working on all the secret stuff you can't talk about. Exactly. Talking <laughs> to people that we can't mention about either. We forgot that. Yes. Before. With secret new band members, etc. and everything. It's a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I forgot about that as well. Shit, the bird, man. It's fine. It just means there's plenty to look forward to. It's all right. <laughs> and you know what? Yeah. Right? I, what I really, really hate is, you know, people who say, Oh, something coming soon, etc. And you know we're all guilty of it, but there is stuff coming soon, and we just 
we can't say yet because you know we're, we're so passionate about what we're about to do and we're about to put out there that we want to make it perfect in the way it gets out there um this because this isn't like a tom DeLong thing teasing a new angels and airwaves album where i've been <laughs> waiting for that for like, like six years like it's, it's nothing like that this is like happening soon <laughs> super soon Right, so stuff you have done then. Let's let's go to stuff you can ah, talk about. Ah, ah, stuff we have done, we can talk about. We can talk about stuff we have done. Yeah. <laughs> so what made you um, decide to donate like part of the profits from Never Be the Same for the NHS? Uh, that, that was, was so of, long ago, wasn't it? Like was there were yeah, multiple yeah. factors be behind that. For example, my mum is a NHS worker. Funnily enough, I can't say what she does. So this gets better. Um, <laughs> yeah, I actually can't say what she does. Because it's to do with vaccinations and stuff like that. But um, she was doing, she was having to get involved in the whole COVID thing. And we, at some point, we've all used the NHS for broken bones and various different ailments. Gig injuries, Martin, prime example. That's you, not me. Falls off the stage a lot. One, <laughs> twice that <Right>. happened. <laughs> twice that happened. <laughs> Um, but so yeah, it, do you know what I mean? It wasn't. It wasn't even something that we really discussed. We were like, "Should we do this?" Because that'd be like, yeah. Sweet. It was a mix. It was a mixture of all that, and also we, you know, we didn't go and record that song specifically for that reason. It was something we'd already already recorded previously for an EP, um, and we kept a couple of songs back, um, you know, just in case for things like this. Just something in reserve, a song that we're really proud of and really pleased with, but didn't really fit with what we were releasing at the time. So we just had it in reserve. And, you know, going into the lockdowns and going into, you know, everything that was happening in the world, we saw a lot of people trying to do their bit. Um, and we thought, right, let's, uh, let's throw this out there. Hope, you know, hopefully, you know, people who like the band, people who like Carry the Crown, it's something new for them to listen to. Because a lot of people were turning to streaming, Netflix, etc. in those times, you know, lots more people doing a lot more listening, a lot more watching. Um, and if we could get something out there that people enjoyed, but also do a bit of good with it, then great. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Martin, could you imagine if we'd have managed to get that on the soundtrack of Tiger King? Mate, think of the money, man. Yeah. Thing is, though, references yeah. are so weird. Cause that reference is at the very start of like lockdown one, isn't it? It just feels like ancient now. I didn't watch it. Think how much we've done since then. It is so I crazy. I know, it is. But you can't talk about that because we can't talk about it. Exactly, you <laughs> can't talk about that. <laughs> I can say the way in which we did the thing that we can't talk about is the weirdest way I've ever done anything like that with any kind of musical project. Or any project, actually, if I'm yeah. honest. It's like, how do I put it? It was like, it was like trying to work on the French end of the Channel Tunnel from Dover, if that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> That's such a shit euphemism. I actually, I actually think that works. That works. <laughs> it's, it's not wrong though, is it? No, that actually works pretty well. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I noticed you did a couple of um, live um, videos, like streaming-wise. Uh, did we? We've we've not gone live as yet in terms of performed live on a stream, but we have. Put, we did uh, one. We did, did last we? month. Yeah. He did. Yeah. It was pre-recorded. Do you remember in the church at Thurmiston? Yes, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, we did. We 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 oh, pre-recorded some 
we pre-recorded some live stuff, if that makes any sense at all. Um, <laughs> because, I've, like, we couldn't get together. We couldn't get in a room and practice. Um, but me and Rupert, you know, if it's ever, if ever needs be to do anything like that, we can, he can pick up a guitar and we can do our set in an acoustic way and throw out as many covers as you want. So what we've been doing over the past few weeks is um, we did a full set for this um, festival uh, run by Lincoln University. And then we've been releasing on the Monday, we've been doing originals acoustics, releasing those one by one. And then on Friday, we've been releasing uh, covers, covers Fridays. Um, and it, covers it, Friday. it goes from One Direction to Twin <laughs> Atlantic to uh, Shania Twain. <laughs> oh mate, there's, I went through that folder yesterday. There's some such bangers, <laughs> and there's also some lovely bloopers coming out soon as well. From whenever we get together, it, it is a good laugh. Um, and you know what? This is actually really good practice for us doing this show with you because we have got something else coming that's a little bit like this format uh, format on a Wednesday. Um, so this is good. <laughs> but again, can't talk about that. Can't talk about it. <laughs> Just don't mention it. Just don't. Just, just, just don't fucking mention it. There's too much stuff going on, and I want to say it. That's the thing. <laughs> you know, if people are listening. They like when they put this live. They're listening. They could do a drinking game out of how many times you say, and we can't talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mate, they literally. Martin, Martin, we got the we, game. We could do it. <laughs> we could literally do it. <laughs> Sorry, we we haven't got to spend proper time together in ages. So the thought of being able to do it gets us all excited. And the, that practice we did on Monday was crazy. There was jumping around the room. There was all sorts. And you that's not playing music. That was, that was just with excitement. That's not like yeah. as part of the stage show. <laughs> Tur turns out though, certain things have changed. Since over a year of not gigging, some things have changed. For example, my knees hurt now. That, mm. didn't ha that didn't happen before. I'm not yeah. as fit as I was. I've now got to start working out and trying to actually get myself physically fit to go on stage again. Because jumping off a cabinet, I, I want you to know, easy. Rupert. It's really I not. want you to know, Rupert, as, as difficult it is for you, I'm also out of breath because I'm also unfit and I have to sing. So I'm like, <gasps> <laughs> oh, some of the, because I do harmonies to Martin, some of them were dreadful because I haven't sung properly in so long. <laughs> My voice was just cracking. It was like a. You know, not, I was you know what, though? It, again. it wasn't as bad as I thought. No, I didn't think it was. I thought I it was really bad, and it wasn't. It, was, it actually sounded pretty good. Obviously, polishing, but mm. pretty good. Got to get tight. Yeah. We play to a click, so. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'll behave. So, what's your favorite song to play? Oh, I have mine. You, you, can, you can choose yours. Do you want me to speak while you pick yours? I'm just thinking, because it used to be Say You'll Stay. Okay. It's just bouncy and what have you. But now it's probably a toss up between Karma and Hometown. Karma yeah. because we just we enjoy playing it. Um, hometown because that live reaction is just. Yeah. Wow. Well, my reason's the same. My, my one is Karma as well. But the reason is slightly different because Hometown, we have great interaction with the crowd and, you know, they, they come with us on that song and they get down on the ground and they jump up with us and I'm in the crowd and I've, I've worn bucket hats and everything at these festivals and being in the mud with everyone during that song. Um, but for me, 
it was one of the first moments after Karma had done really well on, on Spotify, etc. And people really started taking note of us uh, as a band. And we did a show, I think, I, I want to say it was in Lincoln, but I can't remember, which is our hometown. Um, and we started playing the first few notes of Karma. And there was an audible reaction from the crowd. It was like, oh my God, they're playing Karma, they're playing it. And that was the first time for me that like, I'd gone, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I forgot people, about that. People are really jumping on board with this. And then you hear them sing back to you. And yeah, we've had that before in bits and pieces with you know, people who like us and know us. And, but then it started happening on a bigger scale with people who don't really know us personally. And that's when, for me, I thought, oh, yeah, okay. This is really hitting home with some people. What, um, so what about um, cover songs? Oh, we don't mate. Oh. We don't do any gigs though, particularly. Yet. Yet. <laughs> um, it turns out, um, we didn't know this before, but Shania Twain sings our truth as a band. Um, so big, big up Shania, if you're watching, which I'm sure you are. Hey babe. Um, <laughs> this is why we can't um, be together. This is why we can't be together. <laughs> <laughs> it literally is. But yeah, we, to be honest, Martin, how many different covers have we done? Because in the rehearsal room every now and then, I'll just chuck out a riff and then Martin will we'll go. play it, and if I know it, I'll sing it. That's it. <laughs> we literally, we had to do a really last minute on the spot gig once, and we didn't have any songs before we went on, and we did about a 40-minute set near enough. Of just that. songs, we just spoke to each other and went, Rupert, do you know this? And he went, yes, sort of, and then we just did it. <laughs> A lot of feel was involved in that. Hell of a lot of feel. I think probably one of the one of our fav my favourite covers that we've done, probably You Me at Six Live the Lie, because it's an absolute belter. Yeah. Um My favourite one is um Crash Land by Twin Atlantic. Yeah, Crash Land. Or That's my favourite one to cover. In terms of audience reaction, because it's just funny. We really like friends, both yeah, of you. I knew you were gonna say that. I knew you were gonna say the, the friends theme tune. Just one everybody yeah, knows, just, isn't it? Yeah. Like, we did it once as a joke and everyone went mad for it. I was we were like, what the hell? It was only a joke. <laughs> but yeah. As I'm probably gonna regret asking this, but what's the most trouble any of you have ever been in? Band wise. Yeah. Uh, I was uh, gonna say, outside of band, hundred percent. Neither of us are answering that. I think band-wise, um, there was one gig uh, where we were playing an outdoor festival type thing and I wasn't in trouble and Rupert wasn't in trouble, but the other members of the band did not set off in time to get to this show. So me and Rupert had to go on as a two-piece <laughs> and this was this was where the story came from where we had to fill a 40-minute slot so we didn't get in trouble because we did it the others got in trouble afterwards they turned up and we were on stage <laughs> mid-show <laughs> so they became audience members <laughs> made them sing though made them yeah. can sing <laughs> and and it, that, that, that is about as much as i'm willing to admit to <laughs> yeah other than that uh, uh. Well, like I said, we still have jobs, so we cannot say all of it. <laughs> makes sense. That makes sense. Um, so, what's the best advice you've ever been given, just in general? Right. Let's let's be honest, Martin. It's going to be something the, that the oracle has told us. 
Yeah, it's going to be something from Mr. O'Shady. The legend um, himself. We, we, we've actually been really, really lucky to have a few really good people guide us um, from when we've been getting started. We have uh, a guy called Sean who runs Loki Films, who does all our videos, oh. and he's advised us from the very start. And we've been so fortunate to work with Matt O'Grady. Um, and literally anything that we get involved with, we run it past either Matt or Sean, um, depending on what the thing is about. Um, they, I think they're just... They're great dudes as well, to be yeah. and they they want to see us do well. Like the, the thing with Matt, Matt in particular, Matt's obviously done some pretty incredible stuff. Like everybody knows the album "Sinners Never Sleep" by Amy at Six. Everybody knows it. And like he's done albums of that level where there's like almost like millions of dollars involved, <clears throat> and he gets just as excited about working with us five idiots <laughs> as he did you know, about. And Matt. And you know what? I think the best thing that we've ever been told, but I think we're, we're, we're reasonably good at this as it was anyway, but something that I think every band should, should really take to all their shows and everything is just treat everyone like they're, 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 you know, like you're the nicest people in the world and you know, respect everybody. doesn't matter who they are, who you're working with, if it's sound engineers, if it's lighting people, if it's stagehands, whatever. Just you know, be decent to everyone. And I, I, yeah. don't think that's, I don't think it's advice that we necessarily needed, um, but we, you know, We've, we've seen other bands um, that we've you know, toured with or whatever or been on shows with or you know, just met in passing where it's not been quite like that. And I think it's so important to, to be that way in this industry um, and help pull each other up. So if one goes up, the rest goes up around. 100%. Like when we, we toured with All Is In Love briefly um, <clears throat> on their first proper headline tour once they released their debut album. And we ended up, I remember the sound guy it's quite a quiet dude. But by the end of it, because we would, and I think their guitar tech as well, wasn't they, Martin? Like they had a yeah. couple of guys with them. They were both quite quiet when we first met them. But by the end of it, because we, we always make a point to always go and thank whoever has been involved in the show in some way and say thank you so much for having us and taking your time to, you know, help us out. We, we got on really well with them. Like, for example, Michael, their tech, I think I've got him on here. And, you know, he's, I know for it, if we need a tech, He's a phone. He's a phone call away. That's it. Because, but because actually, just not being an asshole. As let's be honest, we've all met those people in the music industry. We've all been there. If you just don't be a dick, funny enough, people like you. Fucking crazy. <laughs> Mental. Yeah, having been a sound tech, when um, we uh, turned the sound off for one band in particular because they weren't very nice. Yep. Do <laughs> not be. Do it. Don't. Don't be mean to the people who can turn the lights or the sound off. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Aldrin Justice. That is what it is called. Isn't that right, Mark? Yes. How many of us nice. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, how would you describe your music to someone who's never heard you? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I always find myself saying is it's alt rock. It's, a, it's like You Me at Six, Don Broco kids in glass houses type style uh, and then they say I've never heard of any of those bands and I say oh and then I get stuck um, but after but that's like, literally the, what we are we, the, most, we are the most thing I find myself saying to people um, you know if they're not in the industry and you know I'm not meeting them through shows or whatever is you say you're in a band and people just assume that it is shit they go oh, all right then um, and then you say no but 
just please just listen like just give it a go we're not playing at this you know we're, we're taking it really seriously and also we're putting all of our effort into it and what we, what we're making we think um is really good and we love it so don't dismiss it is is like the main thing i i tend to have to say to people when saying oh you know i'm in a band um is give it a chance uh and i think that's i think that's good for all bands give, i'd agree give with all that, bands to be honest. See, I work because of the job that I do outside of band. I cover like about two hundred mile radius. So, do you know, I, I'm I work with over three hundred people, and gradually my boss thinks it's hilarious to tell me I'm in a band because I don't tell people at work massively because you know what I mean. I keep the two separate, and he tells people about it, and they go, oh, "All right," and then they always ask me about it when I go there, and they're all like, "Oh yeah," and give it all the big because it's the motor trade, as you can imagine until they actually go on YouTube and blare it through the speakers in wherever I'm working and they go, it's not bad that, mate. It's not bad. It, bad that. it tends to be the next time you see that person, they come up and they go, oh, I, I listened and that's really good. They're, they're always surprised. They think when, I, I, from my experience, people tend to assume that when you say you're in a band, it's not very good. Um, but obviously we take what we do really seriously. It's not all. <laughs> wow. Why would you say that? I don't <laughs> there's know. Like, there's like buzzwords that you're just not allowed to say, and that's one of them. Right. Can we put a bleep over that? <laughs> I'm going to. <laughs> I was going to say, don't say the band neck, because I just realised as I said it, oh, shit. <laughs> shit. Um, one time, and I'm not going to say it on here, but he, we were in the BBC, and he referenced the <laughs> one you should never reference in the BBC. <laughs> two presenters from the BBC this is why I have to be here I'm literally here just to make sure he doesn't get us into any trouble <laughs> the thing is I'm, I, can, I can tone it back but then every now and then just something like that will come out Yeah. like for example when we went to the BBC I had a chat with all of them while the presenter was there and I said right you can't swear in here and I remember I distinctly remember James well, why can't we swear it was not long after Terry Wogan was no longer with us, and I said, "Cause Terry, Terry Wogan will come and get you." I, like, do you know what I mean? It's like Terry Wogan don't allow swearing in the BBC, which is fine because everybody likes Terry Wogan. However, the other geezer I mentioned, obvious for obvious reasons. Yeah. So basically, Rupert is a nightmare. This um, needs to be edited to fuck Jesus. <laughs> but he's getting better. This is this is media training. Yes, this is totally different. Do you remember the radio show in Peter Mine? I do remember it, yeah. We can't say that either, because that <laughs> did almost get us in a lot of trouble. Yeah, no, you, not me. Yeah. Well, it almost got me in a lot of trouble, because... Um, you, know, yeah, you know these speed round games? Like these yeah. Spitfire rounds? They did that with me, and I didn't have my filter on, and we were live on air. <laughs> Rupert's not allowed to play those games anymore. <laughs> that it were bad i had people listening when where i'm from as well and i was getting texts afterwards going you fucking idiot because <laughs> it was it was bad even though i was even afterwards i was going oh mate how rough that so yeah i feel we should move swiftly on at this point i can't even remember the question <laughs> brilliant <laughs> brilliant it was how would you describe your music to someone that's never heard you <laughs> <laughs> How the fuck did we get there?
please, please, please cut us off if we just go wildly off track, okay? Wow. <laughs> so, yes, moving on. Um, so, apart from all the secret stuff, <laughs> is there anything you're allowed to say about the coming year? Yes, yes, yes. We have, we have shows coming up and we can tell you about those. Um, I want to say the 31st of July, Rupert, am I, am I correct? We do, Martin, you can have a house point. Thank you very much. Um, we are headlining uh, the scene in Lincoln. Um, so it'll be a, a big first gig back um, for us. And then shortly after that, um, I think the, the month after, I want to say the 18th of September. 18th September is the daddy. That's year, when cause... we are supporting Skindred at the Lincolnshire Showground for the Primordial Radio Annual General Meeting. So there's going to be about 2,000 people there. So that's you didn't pay to say that. No, but it was good, wasn't it? I was <laughs> going to say, I was quite impressed with that. I wish we yeah. got sponsorship. <laughs> I was going to say, man, could you imagine? But that, that Skindred show, we're, we're already gearing up for that because we were supposed to do it last April and then got pushed back or pushed back. It's like a slam dunk. It just keeps getting like, pushed back and pushed back. And it, pushed su back. it sucks that it got pushed back, but actually with the secret thing we can't talk about, works perfectly. So it's done it works perfectly wonders. that it's landing there. But it's, it should, be, should be a good there. show. We're all, getting, we're all getting ready to do the new port helicopter. So, and we... Me and uh, Cy, the, Cy, the guitarist, and Schrodinger's bass player, we all, uh, we met, we ended up meeting Mikey from Skindred. We ended up meeting him over in Birmingham um, when we were just doing some stuff over there. And he, he's super excited for it. We're all super stoked, so. So you've got to get a lot of practice in between now and then. Oh, yeah. you, didn't, you don't even know, man. Like, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> well, last practice was basically spent making the equipment work again, so. That's where we're at. <laughs> My, it, it's arrived, by the way. Good. The, the thing that literally died in rehearsal, which then caused a lot of gaffer tape to come out, it arrived. I literally stood there in rehearsal and went, fuck this, and just ordered it on Amazon. Two ninety nine. make it rain. Oh, no. So with the uh, gigs you've mentioned, um, where can people get tickets, if there is tickets? So tickets Martin. for the uh, the primordial one, the Skindred show. There are links all over our Facebook and all over our social media to I want to say Ticketmaster, um, but that could be wrong. But basically, it'll say buy tickets here, and then where whatever that link is, that is where you buy the tickets. <laughs> um, um, with the with the <clears throat> gig at the scene in Lincoln, that one is going to be ticket on the door, first come first serve, and potentially ooh. we talk. We discussed, didn't we, Martin? Yes, yeah, say it. Why not? First, this, is something we, this, is, this is something we can talk about. We yeah. can talk about some. <laughs> um, yeah, first 20 people through the door get a free Karma t shirt that I don't have with me currently, but they're super cool. Um, so, yeah, first 20 people through the door get a free Karma t shirt, but it is purely first come, first serve. So, there you go. So not, um, not the bombshell news, but still something we can say. And that has, not been, that has not been told anywhere else. Also, we already discussed it. So that was a quick look at one another and go, fuck it, should we do it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Could you imagine if we worked for the Telegraph? We would be in trouble a lot. You would not get a job there. <laughs> Man, I'm lucky to have it. Well, yeah, we'll leave that there. <laughs> You'd know where that was going. 
Remember earlier when I said you can cut Rupert off whenever you want? <laughs> we need a button. You know, oh, like on, um, is it Brins is it Got Talent? Where they buzz that thing? Yeah. yeah. I need one of those. <laughs> that shows how out of touch we are with modern life. When we, is it Brins Got Talent? Is that it? Yeah. Oh, sound about the academy, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Don't. I can't believe I'm about to say this. I'm in an old rock band. Mate, Glee popped up on my phone the other day. I went, it's not bad, that. It's not that bad. It's really not. Just say, it's not that bad. Bit of Rick Just realised I'm, I'm sitting in a room where it says Dad's Man Cave on the wall, and I'm not a father. So I was gonna say, that's going to confuse are you, everyone. Are you, you're still not at home, are you? I'm not at home, no. <laughs> he wasn't at home four hours when I spoke to him. Four hours ago. Anyway. <laughs> Hey, That's I made it on the call. We're here, look, look. You See? did, you did. You were late, <laughs> you're here. Yeah. So other than Glee, do you have any other guilty pleasures? So oh, many. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. so many. Oh, mate. Uh, so, How I Met Your Mother is a big one for me and Rupert. We love it. We quote it all the time. Uh, what else do we talk about? What else do we like? None, none of this will matter when we're famous singers. Oh, yeah. So, is that a Family Guy quote? Yeah, it is. ask them if we... Asked them if they could put a, a rail up. Do you know what they said? We'd be leaning. We'd be leaning. <laughs> Basically, we're not a famous family guy. <laughs> friends, friends is a big one. Have you seen these Udi things? You know, the big oversized jumpers? Yeah. Yeah. I've got a friend's one of them now. Right. Rupert Amazing. loves, um, I want to say, American football. Yes, the Cleveland Browns. I want to say the Browns. Yeah, I literally, I literally do. In terms of musical guilty pleasures, though, that's where we come into a league of our own because there is, there's some shite in there. Oh yeah, we range from this... we range from musical theatre up to death metal. I would say, mm. uh, Blood Brothers got some bangers in there. Uh, also, Red... I, 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 anything that's got superheroes in it. Now, this isn't my room, but if I can switch this camera around, this is what I would want my room to be like. Yes. Yeah. Dude, he's done such a good job. I haven't even seen the photos of it yet. There you go. I'll, I'll text him in a bit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, music-wise, um, Wicked is one of mine, the musical Wicked. Oh, I've recently, like over the past couple of years, been, I'm going to say, forced to listen to the Jonas Brothers and you know you what? Said it. You did say they're, it. They're really, really good. And I've even watched the documentaries, and it makes the music hit harder. <laughs> but Mine aren't like that. <laughs> Just saying, I haven't. I, no, I haven't done Camp Rock. I've seen the clips, but I haven't watched it. Mate, oh, I or maybe I have, you know, I'm just in a blur of Jonas Brothers. I'm just going to turn the light on because it's fantastic. The, the, other, the other day, I was at work. Will Young come on the radio? Every word. Mate. Banger. Yeah, it's a banger. Word. I think I better yeah. right now before I fall any deeper. That's Buzz. not my actual singing voice. Please come Buzz. and see us. Buzz. Buzz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Shania Twain, like we said. Shania is a big one. Shania sings That's very new. Food. That's very new. That's very new. Mm, yeah. Uh, Cher. Fucking love Cher. I've even got Cher on vinyl because... You know, to get the ultimate share experience. Um, <laughs> Spandau Ballet, um, ABC. Uh, who else is good from the 80s? Rick Astley, you've got to get Rick Roll. Chesney Hawks, don't mind a bit of Chesney. 
Um, I really like Adam and the Ants. Yeah, Adam and the Ants. Boomtown Rats. I've seen them as well. That's bad, that. <laughs> bad. Even I judge myself for that. Um, busted. Fucking love Busted. Oh, yeah. McFly Busted. All that. Absolute back. Absolute belters. Now, this is just me and Rupert, by the way. We have people in the band that have, you know, different music tastes. Uh, James, the drummer, is into his more, you know, charty stuff. Shite. Yeah. 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 I don't understand it. <laughs> but he's also really into, like... Jen. Yeah. Like, literally... <laughs> like, that sort of thing. Like, they don't even so, actually yeah. say anything, just... <laughs> Do you know one of the playlists on Shuffle then? No. <laughs> oh, you love our playlist on Shuffle. I went through my top songs of 2020 last year. Shamefully, Ariana Grande was in there. I don't even like You know Ariana what? We should, we should actually do that. We should have, each one of us should have our own playlist. We should, oh, there you go. I was thinking about this the other day. We'll do that. We'll mention it because we're back in rehearsal Monday. We'll talk about it. Yeah. If this hasn't gone out, in which case, lads, that's our thing. That's what we need to do now. They won't listen to this, so <laughs> let's just say that they're not going to, because that's what they do. Well, to be fair, that Simon's a million years old. He is. He is a million years old. Simon uses One time, oh, no, to sort I'm his eyes out. story about Simon. So, if it's uh, what I think it is, then no. We all have access to our social media um, oh. as part of the band, and uh, I think I was in London at the time for some reason, and I got a notification that <laughs> Carrie the Crown had changed their, their profile picture. <laughs> and it was just a picture of Simon. <laughs> he'd he'd changed, thinking he was changing his own profile picture, he changed the band's profile picture to a picture of him. <laughs> and then didn't know how to switch it back. He'd only been uh, in the band a week. So he's been in the band a week and he's changed it to be all about him. God, that was so funny. I, still, I remember the group chat going off in my pocket. I was at work. I mean, we never did that active during the day. And it's literally Simon freaking out because I don't know how to change it back. Let's, let's do what I'm doing. I don't want to do it. I fucking hate my phone. Oh, God, it was so funny. And I know that you were actually super busy with what you were doing, Martin. I was. Also, I've now, again, forget, forgotten what the question was. Yeah, let's move on to the next question. <laughs> well, the next question is actually the final question. Um, if you could rock out with anybody dead or alive, who would it be? That's a really good question. Oh, Amy Winehouse, potentially, because... Oh, that's a good one. What era Amy Winehouse, though? Oh, no, that's not fair. <laughs> because do you, do you say Back in Black, where you've got, like, Just Friends and Me and Mr. Jones and all those obscure songs going, which are made it, or do you sort of go back to Frank, which is... Now, this is a tough one for mine, I know it is. Is it, if it wasn't to rock out, but if it was like just to hang around with and be a part of their life as, as music was for them and the world was, I want to go to like the Rat Pack era and you know, oh. Sinatra style, those smoky jazz bars, etc., which is actually a little hint about something. But I'm I was not going to tell say, you what. You literally said smoky jazz bars. <laughs> I did say smoky jazz bars. <laughs> So yeah, that's another thing we can't talk about, but yeah, that's I'd love to do that. Yeah, that'd be super like. cool. Maybe I mean I have my own personal hero who I wanna meet at some point when we, you know it's so annoying because we're like literally one stone throw away. 
Um, and that's the lead singer of You Me at Six, who I would really like to meet. I'd really like to meet Josh Franceschi, um, because obviously I listened to a lot of their music when I was growing up and first started singing and being a band, etc., and being a front man. Uh, and now we work with the same uh, producer that they worked with when they were starting out and got their gold discs on the wall. And I know for a fact that if I wanted to, I could probably text him. I'd, you know, I'd ask Mr. O'Grady to, to put me in touch, but I don't do that. I was going to say, that's one, that's one line we've never crossed with Matt. I would, never like to, I would like to meet the Yumi at Six Boys off our own merit. That's what I would like to achieve. Yes. yes. Same with Death Van, Kids in Glass Houses, all them boys that, you know what I mean? We'd, we'd actually just like to have a beer with just because... So we're weird. We're really weird. We don't want to meet them and be like, oh my God, we just like... I kind of want to go for a beer with you just because just that's it. We're really not that exciting. Like, we like pub. We don't like clubs. We like pub. Sweaty, <laughs> dirty pint. That sort of thing. So, you're, so yours... You, so yours is Josh Franceschi, mine. I'm, I'm going to say I'm not that surprised. It's going to be no, honest, right? It's not um, a surprise. I don't hide it. I, the thing, if we're talking about partying, it's got to be Ace Sprilly from Kiss. Cause I, I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say somebody from Kiss. I'm a diehard Kiss fan. Like, it's not even funny. I'm fucking obsessed. Um, so, yeah, if it's for that, then it's, if it's just partying, it's got to be him. If it's like just chat about writing songs and music with maybe Neil Young, Neil Young, that, that'd be cool. Or if I'm just going to get fucked, then let's just go party with the Sex Pistols about 1977 in CBGBs. That'd be sweet. What about touring with? Who would you want to tour with? I want to that. I want to tour with You, Me at Six, Don Broco, Death like, of <laughs> I, I know I keep saying these same names and these same bands but it just looks like they just love it and they do it right and you know we've, we've all been to their shows before um, and seen them live so yeah, to find, yeah well. to, I think it's a bit different when you when you've followed a band and then reach the stage where you tour with them um, I think when you're on stage and you know that you're with that band as well and you're sort of not on the same level but you know you're literally on the same stage as them I think that transition from crowd member to from fan to supporting artist that that's the that's the big thing for me I'd love that I think for me I'm not gonna say kiss Martin before you say that I'm not gonna say that. for me it would either be one of the ones that Martin said or it'd be Lone Atlantis because they're probably one of my top three bands of all time. The other ones, the other ones are Paramore and Kiss. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but yeah, Lone Atlantis. If they hadn't broken up, I mean, I've spoken to a lot, of, all of those guys over the years. But um, if I could have talked with them, that would have been pretty damn cool. Well, actually, saying that, Ben's got a new project going. So if we can blag our way on that, there's a little job for. Um, Matey boy. If he's listening. <laughs> if he is listening. So yeah, if we could get on that, because that stuff is badass. For people who are listening to this, go check out Paper Mill. They are so fucking sick. Or Mike's new project, Headache. Badass. Cool. There you go. They should pay us for that. I'm just <laughs> up their thing. We've done loads of sponsorship. Mm. Also, while, while you're here, viewers, listeners, whatever you are, head to Carry the Crown's official Facebook page now for all the latest gossip on what's going on within Carry the Crown, also on Snapchat, Instagram, and TikTok. 
There you that go. Was yeah, good. Way. That was really not good. Bad, is it? You can tell yeah. I've been doing more on TikTok. Yeah, just so you well, know, yeah. we have TikTok. Don't know how it works. Really don't. We currently have Acoustic Mondays and Covers Fridays and soon to be Something Wednesdays. But you can't know about that. Or 90% of what's been mentioned. Basically, if you could just bleep this whole thing. <laughs> that we really <laughs> fuck this. We've been on this for like 40 minutes, 50 minutes. and we've I think about five, five minutes of it is broadcastable. Yeah. <laughs> what is wrong with it? See, oh, I'll just make it a drinking game. We'll be fine. <laughs> That's fine. Well, That's good. Yeah. The thing is, you've actually got the good version of Carry the Crowd. Because you get the other three on, and they egg us two on, and we then egg them on as well. So, trust me, you're better having fewer, less of us. It would have been chaos with all of us. Oh, God, could you imagine? Shit, the bad. It wouldn't work. And it wouldn't do anything. Can you imagine what... How would Schrodinger's cat have even done it? We'd have I feel like a it would have become... I feel like it would have become us just talking and being idiots, and you just watching. There would be no questions. Mm. <laughs> But it's okay. This is the most structured version of us. That's fine. Hmm. <laughs> Apart from certain things that have been said, which are now going to be bleeped out, for the love of God. Please bleep them out. <laughs> you imagine that will be bleeped out. <laughs> Thanks, fuck for that. Good God. Um, but yeah, that's... We've been carried the crown. This is love you, bye. <laughs> Say love is you, that... bye. Oh, sorry. Love you, bye. Love you, hey, that's a great way to round it off, isn't it? <laughs> Thank you for coming on, guys. Thank, Thank you for having us. You're more than welcome. We, I tell you, once something's happened or has not happened, we'll come back on. So what? If, if you if keep you'll have on us, our Facebook, if you'll have us, because after this we get it. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't want us back, if you want us back, that's cool. Um, then just keep around on our Facebook, shoot us an email, and we'll gladly come back on. We're more, more, more than happy to, is it? Isn't that right, Martin? That is correct, Rupert. Yes, there you go. See, look, we can do it every now and then. <laughs> just know we're at the BBC. No, the one place. Oh, dear. Right. Okay, so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you.